today on Transforming Lives. Who I commanded the soldier were called back to Pilate to give a report concerning the day's work. And after he reported to Pilate uh, um, concerning all the different things that happened, it says in that particular passage uh, um, that um, uh, um, part that Pilate's wife beckoned him or, or invited him to come and, and, and she wanted to ask him a question. And this was the question that she asked him. She said, do you think that he is dead? Talking about Jesus. And this is what the satyrium said, no lady, I don't. She said then, where is he? He said, loose in the world where no one can stop him. Say loose in the world where no one can stop him. You see, Jesus Christ is loose in the world where no government, no politician, no nation, no devil, nothing can stop the risen Christ. The, the, the Jews and the scribes and the Pharisees thought that by killing Jesus, they would have stopped him. But no, 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 no. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 15, we want to read from verses 1 to 20. Amen. Let's all read together. At the count of two, we will all read together. One, two. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which you receive and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preach to you, unless you believe in vain. For I deliver to you, first of all, that which also I receive, that Christ died for the, our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scripture, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to this present, but some have fallen asleep. After that, he was seen by James, then by all of the apostles. Then at last, he was seen by me also, by, whom, by one who was born out of due season. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain, but I labor more abundantly that than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was within me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believe. 
Now if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty, and our faith is also empty. Yes, we are found false witnesses of God, because we testify of God that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up, if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is fruitful, and you are still in your sins. Then also, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. And if this in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most miserable. Now... Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruit of those who are falling asleep. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you the glory. We thank you for the resurrection. We thank you that Jesus is alive. We thank you because of the empty tomb. We thank you, O oh God, because our faith is not vain. We thank you, Lord, for the transforming power of the resurrection. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited this morning because of Resurrection Sunday. I'm excited, amen, because we as believers can live the resurrected life every day of the week. I'm excited that there is a day in the calendar of the world that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible, uh, the, 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 the TV drama um, of Mansfield, um, The Trial of Jesus, there is a particular passage, uh, part in that particular uh, 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 movie that the Roman centurion were commanded, who are who, uh, commanded the soldier were called back to Pilate to give a report concerning the day's work. And after he reported to Pilate uh, um, concerning all the different things that happened, it says in that particular passage uh, um, that um, uh, um, part that Pilate's wife beckoned him or, or invited him to come and, and, and she wanted to ask him a question. And this was the question that she asked him. She said, do you think that he is dead? Talking about Jesus. And this is what the satyrium said. No lady. I don't. She said then. Where is he? He said. Loose in the world. Where no one. Can stop him. Say loose. In the world. Where no one. Can stop him. You see. Jesus Christ is loose in the world where no government, no politician, no nation, no devil, nothing can stop the risen Christ. The, the, the Jews and the scribes and the Pharisees thought that by killing Jesus, they would have stopped him. But no, 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 no. Jesus 
is alive. Jesus is alive. And when Jesus was risen, he told his disciples, go and preach this gospel, that repentance and remission of sin should be preached to all nations. This gospel about the resurrection is what we hinge on. That's what many of us came to Christ because of the raising Lord. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Our gospel, our message, our Christian faith is founded on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The gospel of the resurrection is an indisputable fact, is an indispensable uh, um, faith, and it is an irresistible force of power of the Holy Spirit. You see, in, in this passage that we read, Paul outlined the, 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 the defense of the resurrection. And when Paul wrote this particular book to the Corinthians, it was just 25 years after Jesus had died. Amen. Many people were still alive. And when Paul said to them, he said, over 500 persons saw Jesus. And many of them are still alive. In essence, what Paul was saying, you can check the facts. Jesus is alive. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. We are continuing our series on the power of the resurrection. The last time we minister, we share with you the fourth characteristic of the power of the resurrection, and that is the transforming transformation of the resurrection. We share with you three principles the last time concerning the transformation of the resurrection. We said in order for you to be transformed, your heart needs to be exposed. Amen? God exposes your heart to show you what is in your heart. And we told you that in man's heart, throughout life, is a sadness because of the loss that we face. Also, it shows an unbelief in our heart because we do not believe in the power of God. Second thing that Christ does is that to, to transform our life is that he revealed to us the truth. The truth of his word pointing to us to show us in the scriptures concerning himself, concerning what he has accomplished. And last but not the least, we share with you concerning the transformation of life. That life, our lives are transformed and it begins in our heart. God focuses on our heart. When he changes our hearts, he changes our entire life. Amen. Today I want to continue to teach on the fifth characteristic of the power of the resurrection, and that is the message of the resurrection. Say, say it with me, say the message, the message. of the resurrection. Say it again, say the message of the resurrection. Say it again, say the message of the resurrection. Now we want to share with you three basic principles concerning the message of the resurrection. You see, the message of the resurrection is ours to share. When Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead, he gave us a message. And the message, like Paul said, it is that Jesus died, Jesus rose, Jesus uh, um, is alive, and he is seated at the right hand of God the Father. The, the crux of the message is that Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. And as we go out to share that message, 
to let people know that they can get, gain salvation and their lives can be changed because of the power of the message. Three principles I want to share with you. An indisputable fact, an indispensable faith, and an irresistible force. Paul said it this way. He said, Jesus died on the cross. Jesus rose again on the third day. Jesus uh, 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 resurrected according to the scripture. Say according. According. To the, to the scripture. You see, Paul was saying to, 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 to the Corinthians Christ, he said, don't talk about that there is no resurrection because according to the scripture, it is there that Jesus died, Jesus rose, and Jesus is alive. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You see, before the foundation of the idol, right at the inception of the idol, when God created Adam and Eve and the devil tempted them, God prophesied in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that Jesus would be the seed of the woman that would bruise the head of the devil. Amen? In fact, turn to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. The Bible says that God was speaking to Adam and Eve after the sin. And God uh, uh, said to, to, to the devil, he said, why have you done this? And then he said, uh, uh, verse 15, to, to, he said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his head. Amen? You see, what God was saying to the devil, he was saying to her, because you tempted the woman and you, you, you sought her, the authority that I gave Adam and Eve to rule and to reign, I, God, and prophesying that I would put enmity, that there would be an enmity between you and the woman and her seed. Speaking about Jesus way in the future, that he would come and he would bruise your head. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. And when Jesus came, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter uh, 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 4, he went to hell. And he led captivity captive. He destroyed the works of the devil. The Bible says God used Jesus to deliver us from the kingdom of darkness and translate us to the kingdom of his dear son. Amen? God caused Jesus, the seed of the woman, to bruise the head of the devil. Say hallelujah. Amen? But that's not all. In, the, in Psalm, Psalm chapter 16, verse 8, the Bible tells us that David speaking, talking about the, 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 the resurrection of Jesus. Look, 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 listen to what he said in, in Psalm chapter uh, um, 8, I mean 16 verse 8. He said, chapter 16 verse 8. He said, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is my, at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also rests in hope. For you have, you will not leave my soul in hell, 
nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. For I, for you have shown me the path of life, and in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. God prophesying through the, um, David, speaking about Jesus, that he will not be left in the grave. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The grave could not keep Jesus. The grave could not stop him. Amen. And in Isaiah, the Bible says, uh, chapter 53, the Bible talks about Jesus uh, uh, um, coming and, 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 and uh, uh, um, being the, the, the sheep that was taken to the sheriff who, who uh, um, was used by God to, to uh, uh, deliver us and to died on the cross for us. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10, the Bible says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And he has put him to grief when he make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed and he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. He shall see the labor of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, and he shall bear the iniquities of them all. Say hallelujah. God prophesied before Jesus ever showed up on this earth that Jesus would come, Jesus would die, Jesus would rise from the dead, and that salvation through his name would be preached to all. It was prophetic. Amen. Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, Amen. the resurrection was prophetic. Amen. God said it. God brought it to pass. Amen. God spoke it, and God brought it to pass. Not only was it uh, prophetic, but it was also historical. Amen. I share with you here that the resurrection is, was historical, but poor outline in our passage that we read that the resurrection is historical. He said, Jesus, when Jesus died and rose again from the dead, he showed himself to Peter. Peter was still living when, when Paul wrote. So if, if anybody had questions, they could ask Peter. He said he threw himself to James. James, the Lord's brother. Peter was the head of the church. Peter was, was, was the main disciple of God, uh, Jesus' inner cycle. Jesus had 12, he had 3, and then he had 1. Peter was the inner, inner cycle. Hello? And then he said, Jesus showed himself to me. Paul said, I saw him. I am a witness. But what is striking is that Paul said, Jesus showed himself to more than 500 other disciples. Say 500. 500. Now you know that I, I think I said, share with you here before, that a secret is not a secret if more, more than one person knows it, right? Amen. And if, if Jesus showed himself to 500 persons, it surely was not a figment of their imagination. Because when you read Matthew chapter um, 28, verse 18, I mean, 16 to, to 18, the Bible says when Jesus came on the Mount of Galilee and he showed himself to them, he said, many were there. But some doubted. Amen. So even though the disciples saw him, some still doubted, but Jesus manifested himself to all for them to see. 
He tells, said his disciples, feed my hands. Put your hands in my, in my side. Know that I am not a spirit. I am flesh and bone. Amen. Jesus is risen. But one of the important things is that, or, or, or historian, or uh, 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 English lawyer said it, he said it this way, he said, uh, uh, I have uh, um, studied the evidence of the resurrection. And to this evidence, compared to this evidence that I have studied and analyzed, I have concluded that it is conclusive. No one can look at this evidence and not declare that Jesus rose from the dead. He said, I have pleaded cases in high courts, many of which the evidence that I have given to, 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 to justice was a documented piece of evidence concerning the resurrection of Jesus Christ because during that time, it was so early for him to document the resurrection and there were many people who were alive who could verify the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Jesus is alive. The resurrection is embedded in facts. It's not just a, a, a fairy tale. It's not, when you go to Jerusalem, there is an empty tomb. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. One, one poet said, he said, there is a wild empty tomb. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Jesus blow the, the, the tomb out and no one can stay in it. He is alive. Jesus is alive. But not only is it a, 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 a fact, you see, because sometimes we'll, when we look at facts in life, sometimes they can be misleading. But it, it also lets us know that this resurrection is, is embedded in our faith. It is an indispensable faith. We need to understand that we can have hope and we can have confidence that what Jesus said, Jesus did. And we can have confidence in him. Paul said it, he said, if Jesus did not rise from the dead, then our faith is in him. Amen? You see, if, if Jesus did not rise and your faith is in vain, then there's nothing for you to believe. There's nothing for you to stand on. There's nothing for you to hope on. There's nothing for you to, 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 to uh, 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 put your confidence in. Because if Jesus did not rise, and Jesus said that he was going to rise from the dead, then you cannot trust anything that Jesus said. Hello? So there is no faith. Paul said then our faith is in vain. But no, 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 no. Jesus did rise. Amen? Jesus rose from the dead. I, I always like to say it this way, that when Jesus was arrested, the disciples scattered. The disciples were despondent. The disciples were, 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 were discouraged. The disciples were frustrated. Many of them thought that Jesus was going to restore Israel and they were hoping that he was going to bring all things and they were going to have thrones. Amen? And when they arrested Jesus and nailed him to the cross, their hope was shattered. What caused these shattered people 
without hope, who ran away to come back boldly after 50 days to declare that Jesus is alive. It has to be because he rose from the dead and he appeared to them. He showed them the proof. You see, the disciples were just like us. Amen? Just like us who have hiccups. We, have, we, we go through different things in our lives. One day we are excited and we are happy and we are believing. The other day we are despondent and the other day we are, we are, we are doubting. They were just the same. But when Jesus showed them the indisputable fact that he was alive, they put their hands. Philip put his hands in Jesus' hand, put his hands in his side, and he said, my Lord and my God, and Jesus proclaimed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. These disciples were not people who were just... Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at BethelVA.com. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m., Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m., Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m., Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.